Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is me, Quincy Moran, the cute dog, and Coach Rita in the studio getting some things done. Welcome back to the studio, Coach Rita. Yes, I am here. We are here and ready to rock. I, I love being in the studio and doing this. It, uh, I might have came in here a little tired, but I'm starting to get fired up. So I am uh, excited to hear what you have to lay on us dudes today. Um, so this episode of Man Versus Marriage is called Becoming a Better Listener. And uh, heck, what guy doesn't need to become a better listener? Right. I, you know, I, I kind of wrote when I was writing some thoughts about this episode, I thought, uh, guys are kind of supposed to be experts according to what we're accused of. Cause we are told we only hear what we want to hear. <laughs> and it's like, good point. Selective hearing or selective <laughs> listening. But, good uh, point. with that being said, uh, I think we're probably more, or I could say I was more of an expert in not listening uh-huh. And uh, jumping to conclusions on how I could fix everything. We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, I am so guilty. I was so guilty. I've come a long way from that. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about becoming a, a better listener, the thing to me that's important is it all comes down to identifying how do you listen in the first place. Correct. Um, and from, there was a point in my life where I, I don't know if I matured or whatever it was. I'm a man of faith, so whether it was in prayer or what, I, I felt like uh, my faith was telling me, it's time for you to listen more and talk less, mm-hmm. which for me is really hard. If you're, whatever episode you're on of listening to, you'll know that I have a problem talking too much. <laughs> um, so that was tough for me. And I'm a Mr. Fix-It kind of guy when mm-hmm. it comes to whatever your problems might be. So here I am listening to maybe a word or two and then figuring out how to fix your life for you and not really listening for you to tell me what you really need. Right. So um, I want to give you as much time in this episode to help us guys mm-hmm. who are already experts in not listening Um uh, become better listeners and uh i know you've got some great things in store for us and guys um you might hear about how terrible i was uh and i'll and i'll own up to that but let my lessons uh be lessons for you and let's focus on what we can affect right and move forward let's grow and let's get down to business (laughs) all right rita the floor is yours all right Well, I'm excited to be back with all of you. Um, This is a really good topic um, because a lot of arguments, a lot of um, things in marriages happen because of miscommunication. And it's usually because someone's not listening to what's really being said. I know that I have said in past episodes that I'm not so worried about what I've said, I'm more worried about what you've heard. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we speak, um, to each other, we are so preoccupied on what it is and how it is we're going to respond that we're not even really paying attention to what that other person is saying. Cause we're 
so focused in our head. Well, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to bring this up, or they did this, or they, they did, you know, we build up this whole case in our head yeah. and we're really not even listening to what's being said. If someone, you know, is really pouring out their heart. So I just want to start with this quote that I thought is it's, you know, as time goes, you guys will, um, know that I love quotes. Like I love to read quotes and I look at them and I just like, dissect them and things just really bounce out to me, which this one did. So this is a quote. Whenever you find marital failure, you will find a breakdown of real communication. Whenever you find a marital success, you will find a good communication system. And that is so true that where you see breakdown in marriage, failures in marriage, it's usually the breakdown of the communication where you really do stop talking to each other. When you ask people like, what is, what is your, um, what is your advice? Like you've been together for so long and you know, you usually want to know those people that have been together 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, you know, tell me what, what it is that kept you guys together. Um, a lot of times you will hear people say, um, you need to listen. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, they'll come up with great advice. You need to compromise. You need to do, but you need to talk to each other. You know, you need to communicate with each other. So, you know, I just believe um, a great communicator is one who listens well. Yeah. I know that I've said before, people think, you know, they're awesome communicators because they talk a lot. Well, that's just you talking. How well do you listen is having the ability to communicate to that other person as well as you're listening to what it is that they have to say. And it's not just, you know, just talking. Yeah. So you know how Nike says, you know, just do it. Yeah. Nike has their, you know, little um, catchphrase, just do it. When it comes to listening, you just have to listen. Just listen. Just listen. That's that's, you know, what do you say? Mantra? You're, that's one of my that's a mantra. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just listen. So, um, the most important, oh, <laughs> nice. Get some ESPN on there. Oh my gosh. I apologize. No, it's all good. I love my it. Fantasy football is giving me an update. Somebody probably got hurt and got to take them off the bench. I definitely don't want to listen to what you have to say about the last matchup we had on fantasy football. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's keep moving. I won. <laughs> This is the most important, and I just said it briefly in the beginning, is the most important thing when you are sitting down and having a conversation is having the ability to let go. It's like you got to let go of planning how you are going to respond when someone is speaking you got to let go of that plan within your mind of when they're speaking to you, you're not thinking about what it is that you're going to come back with yeah. as they're speaking. It's like, you got to let that go. You have to practice that because so many of us are just so, um, we're so keen on proving our point yeah. in the midst of a conversation and I, and I don't want to always take like these things that we're talking about as you have a bad marriage or a failed marriage or, 
you know, your marriage isn't in a good place. I don't always want to come to you listeners in that position because I do believe a lot of people can just be listening and just, and take just the nuggets that are coming their way and applying them. I don't think we're always talking about a bad marriage, Sure, you know, so I don't want to get that, that, um, distinction that that's all that we're talking about because I think there's, you know, we are to a certain point, but we want to have a vast, you know, majority of listeners. So yeah. And I I think it's important that you as a guy, you need to kind of have a heartbeat on where your marriage is. Right. like, Like you're saying, Rita, it's not necessarily that you have a bad marriage, but what did you sign up for? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and I think that is something that we try to uh, continually reference throughout these. If you signed up for a great marriage and it's only good, um, then why not make it and live it and and have it become everything it could be? Right. You know, and I, the thing that gets really hard when you're trying to practice becoming a better listener, I don't know who, I don't know who designed communication, but why is it? that you always, you know, feel like you're at war with the person you're communicating with. Who said it was a war in the first place? Right. You know, because I think there's too much of if you don't you don't agree with me, mm-hmm. you're not with me. Right. Um, but I don't know, if maybe when it's kids, if you're just arguing with your siblings or whatever the case is, but that is so hard to do sometimes, which is just shut the conversation down in your head. Right. And just listen. Don't try to jump to conclusions. Um, just try to listen. And it it was tough for me. I mean, if you get my brother and I in a room and we look at this wall and this wall is painted black, one of us is going to tell you it's black. And for the sake of argument, the other one's going to tell you why it's not as black as it could be. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start in on each other. And we're just done listening to what the other person <laughs> has to say. All we're doing is trying to build, what, what would you say? We're trying to build ammo so when the other person takes a breath, we can dive in and just start bombing them. Right. And that kind of carries over to your marriage if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Or to any relationship, like with your kids. True. Or with your boss. Or if you manage people with your employees. It's like, hey. Take your foot off the gas. Just practice listening. Yeah. Just try it. You know? I I think a lot has to do with um, emotional intelligence. You know, um, maturity. It it has a lot to do with that. It has a lot to do with I'm going to defer. A lot of people in society don't know how to defer anymore. I'm going to defer my feelings, my thoughts, my emotions, my opinions and I'm going to give you the grandstand right now, per se, you know, um, it pretty much in society, it's, it's not that way anymore. We, we rarely see people defer to one another. And I think that's a lost, um, it's a lost art. It's a lost characteristics because everybody's out for number one. Right. That I, um, I gotta say in the moment you put that brilliantly, um, it's just deciding within yourself to defer. Yep. And I I have to attest to the quote that you gave. Um, when Jeannie and I started marriage counseling with you, um, 
communication was all it took to get us on the right or the wrong path. Right. And I get irritated sometimes because people tend to use just them. Okay, well, if they're flat out not listening, I guess technically it is a miscommunication. It's so overly used. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm sorry that uh, we cut the wrong leg off (laughs) in the operating room. It must have been a miscommunication. Miscommunication. (laughs) Um, So that just makes it all better. Mm -hmm. Um, But truly, if if, if, if you just defer to the person in front of you, give them their give them the ability to use their voice and say what they really have to say i have found and i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but i have found that a lot of times people will talk themselves right into the answer and they'll you know and it'll be like wow you're you are such a great communicator and you really didn't say right much so i know when Jeannie and i started counseling with you that made all the difference. It's huge. When I decided to, like you said, I don't even think about it until now, but I decided I would defer. Because mm-hmm. um, it's actually, when we're communicating, it's not me against her. Right. It's us. We're, we're home team. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've said that to her. It's like, hey, we're home team. So I will defer in my mind. Let her say what she needs to say because who doesn't want to be heard? Exactly. And when you do that, you know, if it's, if it's a really frustrating argument, sometimes when you say everything you have to say, the fire gets a little less Mm -hmm. like things, you run out of things to burn. Right. So that you put it brilliantly. I think when, when, when you are, when you, excuse me, when you are listening well, um, you're bringing value to that person. It, it really brings value to whoever is in front of you. Like you said, it, this you could take with with learning these habits of listening. You could take and apply them listening to your kids, your spouse. It's not just marriage here. It's like life. Like you could you could apply this in any relationship when when you stop and you're having a discussion or a conversation with somebody. You want to let that person know that I'm listening well to what it is that you're saying. And that brings value to that person who, like you said, who doesn't, everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be heard. And you have met people. I'm sure many people could think right now in your mind that when you were in front of somebody and you're communicating and just having a conversation, like you could walk away and you felt like, wow, they listen. Like you just feel so good because you felt this person in front of you just like paid attention to you and just honed in on you. I mean, who doesn't want to feel that way when you're in a discussion or a conversation or what, you know, yeah. communicating with somebody, you walk away thinking, wow, like I feel I was heard. Cause most of the time people walk away from conversations. Like they didn't even have, they didn't even listen to one word I said. Yep. I mean, how often like on the scale, like which, which end could you go? I would say most people would have to walk away and say, they didn't even hear a word I said. Yeah. It could be boss employee, husband and wife, you know, um, your children, it, you know, in, in those different circumstances that everybody wants to be heard. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be heard. 
your spouse wants to be heard. So how you go about that is really setting yourself up um, to have habits that you create yeah. in your relationship and you have to just be so sold out to this is how from this day forward, this is what it is that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And you just work towards those things that are going to create really good listening habits. Cause I just, I, like I said, I just think it's a lost art that got lost somewhere along the way Yeah, that nobody really, um, has time. They don't have, um, I don't know. I, I really try to understand why we lost that. Why, like you said, why is there so much miscommunication? Well, and I, I could just think back to, you know, I, being a parent, I've been a parent going on, you know, a little over 17 years now. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm busy and my kids have to keep coming back to me over and over and over again and repeating themselves over and right. over and over again. If I don't seem approachable um, or I don't have time for them, you know, they have to come at me and just machine gun me with every thought they have uh, because they're just vying for time for me to listen to them. So I could see that. I mm-hmm. could see, you know, um, maybe you... Maybe your dad was the stern guy that you could not approach. So you don't know how to do anything but to go and say everything you say and hope for the best. Um, Maybe he was a a guy of few words. Maybe your mom was uh, like me, a person of many words, and Mm -hmm. you just decided to tune it out because all you really wanted was to have somebody hear what you had to say. Yes. Whatever it is, you know, we, we say in this, uh, this podcast that you really just do what you see. Um, and I don't, and I don't know if, uh, I as a parent have even done a great job of teaching my kids like early on about the value of listening. Of course, after the counseling and, you know, Jeannie and I, you know, working things out. I mean, I still screw it up. I'm, you know, I still (laughs) screw it up and we'll have to catch myself mid conversation of Mm -hmm. stop thinking of things to come back on this. You know, she's not against you. (laughs) This is your friggin' wife, dude. Okay. (laughs) The goal is not to be right. The goal is, is to find out what is right for us Mm -hmm. and not win. I don't, I love to compete, but I need to stop trying to win these conversations. So I would say, you know, probably it, it does come through in the parenting where it's like, you as a kid, you know, maybe you just, it was competing voices all the time. Right. And all you know how to do is say everything you need to say because you don't feel like anybody's going to listen anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not be the first person to take that step of faith and start listening to people? Right. It's going to expand you as a person when you actually begin to just start listening. Right. You know, and I, I guess... I know you got some some habits you're going to teach us. I mean, if you're if you got a if you're not driving and you know whatever when you're listening to this podcast, make a note about deferring. That I mean, I've been coaching with you, but that uh, that was just a powerful statement of learning the art of deferring. Yeah. I mean, that is just it, it's such a big. I'm I don't have the words to spit out right now because I'm a little overwhelmed with how wonderful that art form is. It really is. And how it makes the person 
across from you that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very fulfilling for them. Anytime you're speaking to somebody and they're not staring at their phone, looking at a computer, watching the TV, or distracted by anything else, but you are giving your time on purpose to your spouse or whomever it might be, right? and you defer and allow them to pour their heart out, that is game changer status. Right. Because I think and I believe um, listening is the highest form of love. It's it's really connecting to that person, whoever it may be that's in front of you, is is really connecting with them emotionally to what it is that they're saying. I think that's the highest form that to take that time out, like you said, we've become such a busy society mm-hmm. um, that you know we're on to the next thing in less than a half a second. Yep. Um, being distracted, like what you said, uh, with our iPhones, with you know our computers, with I mean, there's so much around us that we could get so easily distracted that you see that with this generation of kids being brought up I'm just thinking how are they gonna how are they gonna function with just the practical things that I've learned as a kid right you know I'm 53 so you know I've been here a little bit so when you see the next generation of kids coming up it's their faces are in the phone and their ability to communicate and their ability to listen is very limited because it's right their Their whole world is right in front of their face and you don't get as much feedback because you could just put the phone down if you don't want to listen or, you know, have to see what anybody wants to say to you. Right. You could just check out very easily. Yeah. So I'm, it just concerns me just a little concern of, of this generation being raised up. Um, with social media, with such a huge, huge in their lives. So, yeah. and, and you know the trap you fall into if, if the majority of your communication comes through text or email. Yes. You'll just read whatever's written and the mindset you're in. So if, you know, exactly. some, somebody irritates you, um, let's say you get in a big fight mm-hmm. with somebody and then you get a text, it could be a great text. But you are filtering it through your current circumstance. Right. And yeah, that's uh, so for whatever it's worth, I don't know if we just dived into man versus parenting (laughs) uh, instead of man versus marriage. But uh, that's a that is a very, very good word, Rita, that we, you know, and it's up to us as parents to pass down the good things and the not so good things in life just as a track record, a discussion, mm-hmm. so that our kids do get educated, no matter where they are. And I, I encourage you guys, wherever you're at, if you're on the way to work, just today, say, you know what, when I get to work, I'm just going to put into practice the art of deferring. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try it out for 30 days, same as cash, you know, financing free to see how it works and see if you can put it into practice. What else you got for us, Rita? These are the truth. These these are just some truths that I just want to, um, a truth that I just want to share with you. It's like the better that you listen, the better they will listen to you. True word. 
if you just, you know, think about that just for a little bit, the better that you listen when your opportunity comes to speak, they'll listen to what you have to say because you've given them that um, opportunity to share whatever it is that they had to say and you've taken it in. And that's just truth. I mean, that's just something I believe um, that we should just practice. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it is a give and take. So these are just some habits and they're so simple, super simple. However, the most simplest things are the things that we forget. True. Do not overlook the power of simplicity. Never. So these are just simple habits that you could create. Um, it's having eye contact, uh, your body language, you're leaning in, you're smiling, you're nodding, um, you're encouraging them to continue. You're, you're, you're saying, yes, I understand. Um, you are affirming what it is that they're saying. You do not try and fix it like what you were sharing before. Gosh, I was so bad at that. You, um, a lot of us are because I think when someone comes to you and they're sharing, it's like you want to get them out of their pain or you want to help them out of it where it's just like, I tell my husband, I just need you to listen right now. So he knows, okay, don't go in fixed mode. I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to do that. Great point. I just need you to listen. So I have to verbalize what it is that I want, what it is that I need in this moment. So do not have your phone around. I mean, oh my gosh, like I'm going to talk to you and you're going to be on your phone. Really? I mean, that is a huge, a huge no, no. Those are, you know, those are eliminate the distractions. So if you have to put your phone, your computer, turn off the TV, eliminate the distractions, ask questions instead of assuming. Such a powerful, I, I can't let you get by that one yet because I think, I think what happens is this, you have so much drama going on inside your head. You never tell anybody about. And as guys, you're not supposed to be dramatic, okay? And yeah, I'm stereotyping guys because mm-hmm. we're stereotyped, okay? You're not supposed to be dramatic. But I'm a firm believer that we're all just little kids and big bodies, okay? <laughs> I mean, I see a guy a guy that I know, I really know well, known him for nine years, worked with him for a long time. If he gets a plate and his vegetables are touching oh my anything else... The little kid in him comes out, and he's got to move it. He's just got to move everything, all the vegetables away. He doesn't want vegetables. And I asked him one time, you know, it's like, my mom made me eat my vegetables or whatever. So that showed me, that's just one glimpse, and then knowing what I have going on inside, we're all still little kids and big adult bodies. Um, So I don't remember where I was going with that, but... uh, (laughs) You gotta assume. stop assuming. Don't be an assumer. <laughs> okay, that gets you into worst. trouble. It's it's just the worst. Yes. Okay, Rita, thank you. Um, the next one is do not interrupt. Do not change the subject. Uh, don't zone out. And be present. I think that's the most important one is to be present. And these these are habits to create, because um, I think a lot of times. When even in heated discussions, you don't, 
you don't let the other person finish what they have to say and you're constantly interrupting. And I know just sitting in front of um, couples and, and coaching them and it's like a pet peeve to a lot of people. It's like you interrupt me every time. Like you're interrupting me. You're interrupting me. That and distractions, like you're on the phone when we're trying to, like if we go to dinner, if we, I think that's a huge thing though in, in just yes. how, you know, like I said, that with social media and everything, I always tell Bill is that, you know, that must be way more important than me. Yeah. And instantly he'll know, okay, like, okay, phones go in the middle of the, of the table. It, sometimes I think you just need to unplug from that and really connect eye to eye, you know, heart to heart. You got it. And, and, um, I just see that being lost big time. Yeah. I, and, and I couldn't agree with you more because it's like I had to, because of work, okay, because of work and what I do, um, other people's emergencies are my problem. Right. <laughs> That's just true. There are some jobs where it's like when you clock out, mm-hmm. it's done, you go home. Right. That's not the kind of job I have. And, you know, we'll get into the whole love language discussion at some point, which mm-hmm. is so very powerful. But Jeannie's love language, you know, quality time. Right. And here I am planning the movies. You know, it's like, well, you want time out? I I'm remember gonna, that. Yeah, I'm going to plan the movies. Uh, you know, we'll do this, that, and the other thing, but I'll get you out of the house. And she, I was devastated. She's like, that is not quality time. I need you to sit, look at me, and listen to what I have to say. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I was probably offended at first. It's like, I'm doing all this. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you quality time. You know, wah, wah, wah. And it's like, well, is it what I need or is it what she needs? Or how you think of what it is she needs. Assuming, Assuming what she it. needs instead of asking, Specifically. what does that look like to exactly. you? Exactly. You know, I'm getting her out of the house and, and whatnot. But really, when it comes down to it, it's like, give me the playbook. Mm-hmm. Just give me the playbook. I'll run these plays exactly how you like them. And I think sometimes there's a scare there because it's like, well, you're only doing it because I said I wanted it. Well, yeah, that's the point. That's the whole point you here. Just, yeah, that you could just kind of throw that out the window because yeah. we're not mind re- readers. Right. So. Uh, and boy, that's going to be a great episode. <laughs> Um, well, let's, let's take a look and see where we're at in our time. I think we have more to cover here, but we do, but uh, I think, um, we could probably cover it in the next. Yeah. Maybe we'll extend it out because this the next uh, episode, there's lots of good things. We'll have to, you know, I'm Mr. Recap. So look, check it out. I, uh, I wonder if you guy, you dude sitting right there, driving to work, driving home at the gym, wherever you're at, listening to this podcast. I wonder if deferring hit you as heavy as it hit me and I defer already. So that was like a major aha moment for me. Um, any, any of these habits, how did they affect you? What are your thoughts? Hit us up. We want to know what your thoughts are. Get at us on the email, the email. Yes. What, what the email, if you know what that's from, I'll be surprised, but email us at man, vs marriage podcast at gmail.com go to our website man vs marriage podcast.com go there so you can connect with us we have twitter we have instagram 
We have Facebook. We got a Facebook group community coming together. Um, and what we want to do is kind of create a community of guys that um, are willing to take the challenge to uh, go man versus marriage and start to develop and improve all facets of their life to grow. So check us out there. We are excited to hear what you have to say. And uh, until the next episode, we out.